Trevor, and you are welcome to today's podcast. Oftentimes, we we wonder a look at people, and even sometimes ourselves find ourselves in situations or relationships where we have to stoop low, quote unquote, compromise capitulate, bend over backwards just to get something. So sometimes we have something that feels so important to us, but because we want to gain something from someone or a group of people, we sacrifice a portion of our dignity, a portion of our independence a portion of our strength just to gain it and some people find this as a cycle throughout life some from time to time people get into the situations but there is deliverance and when I say deliverance I mean there is a system of behavior an interaction that we can engage in life that can make us people who don't bend for nobody, who don't sacrifice nothing for nobody. If we ever have to bend, we do it willfully, knowing that it is a desire of our heart, not against our will, not against our dignity if we ever have to compromise it is as a result of our will saying that i'm doing this because i know it is the right thing to do i am compromising i am yielding i am capitulating i am shifting grounds because i know it is the right thing to do i'm taking a step backward i'm reducing my tenacity in this fight because i know it is the right thing to do So, and today we just want to say how to break the cycle of subservience. How to become somebody who is standing erect and you don't have to be doing yes sir, yes sir for somebody or yes ma, yes ma against you. So living as a hypocrite, as in serving people with grudge in your heart. Being friends with people, keeping friends, (coughs) excuse me, and relationships around with dissatisfaction grudging your heart towards those people. As a matter of fact, that puts you in a very bad place because you are living in a place of grudge, a place of unforgiveness, in a place of bitterness. Your system is polluted. You are not at peace. Your your thoughts are in conflict with your behavior and you can get neurotic when it gets that far. That one of these that you see people, you live with somebody, and after a while, just yeah, the person just got up one day and just tapped their balls off. Why? Because over the weeks, the months, the years, such persons, and it could happen to anybody if we do not take care. Such persons have been doing the things they've been doing, smiling, laughing, serving against their own will. Now, the Bible is full of wisdom. I mean, the intention of God for giving us his word is to draw us close to himself, take us out from the grip, 
and the authority of people, of spirits, and make sure that he is the only one above us. Such that because he is the giver of our lives and the lover of our soul, no other person gets to decide and determine how we live our life, how we serve the people, what we do with our life. So God is saying, I want to be the only person above you. I want to be the person you report to. I want to be the person that judges you and condemns you, whatever the case. Let me be the person that discharges and acquits you. Let me be the person you are answerable to. Where you are not afraid that you will lose your livelihood if you behave the right way. That you think your values come. That you will not think that you will lose your child or you will lose your husband or your wife or your boss or your job if you decide to do the right thing. So in the book of Matthew, chapter 7, Jesus was preaching on the mount and he showed us a secret of how to live a life that is free of the torment of subservience, of serving against your own will, of doing things that you do not like just because you want to please someone. So Jesus was speaking and he said, Cast not your pearls. Pearls are lovely stones that are made out of sea animals inside their shell due to irritation. But we are not into biology. Anyway, so it said, Cast not your pearls before swine, neither give holy things unto dogs. Cast not your pearls before swine. That is the King James Version. I'll read from the New Living Translation. It says, Don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy. Don't throw your pearls to pigs. They will trample the pearls, then turn again and attack you. So, many times people think by losing their own conscience, by violating their conscience, to please somebody else, they are going to win that person over. But the matter is, whatever you compromise for, you are eventually going to lose. Whatever you compromise for against your core values, you are eventually going to lose. The Bible tells us that what will it profit a man to have everybody smiling at you and giving you thumbs up but your own soul is gone. What will, what will it profit you that your soul on the inside is breaking and cracking, but everybody feels you're a celebrity outside? That you see people patching their lives up using drugs, using something just to maintain sanity. So God is interested in making sure that in our soul, we are standing upright. We are not bent backward. We are not aching, sorrowing, broken. Why? The only way we can stand upright is if we are looking upwards and we are looking towards God. So in this place, Jesus is saying, don't cast your pear before swine. A typical example is a young woman in an office or a young man as it may be. And your boss or somebody who is in authority demanded and saying, this is what I want you to do for me against your conscience, against your moral compass. 
That is how you are going to keep your job here. That is how you are going to rise. This is how I want you to be changing the figures for me every month. This is how I want you to be siphoning money and cutting back and hiding the figures for me and keeping some money in my offshore account. And that is how I'm going to make sure you keep your job here. I'm going to keep committing this fraud and I want you to be covering it up, patching it up for me. Now, and then you keep casting your pairs before swine, giving holy things unto dogs. Against your will, against your moral compass, against your conscience, you keep serving somebody. Just because you feel that there is something you stand to gain. And what you stand to gain, as much as it aches your conscience, you can live without aching conscience at the expense of what you are losing and integrity before God. So, but God has come here today and said, there is a way you can live your life that you can get delivered. There is a way you can interact with me that I will save you from having to cast your pearls before swine and give holy things unto dog. He said, don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy. So today I want you to think in words and look around your life and say, where are the places I am compromising? Are there friends I am keeping in my life and in my space at the expense of my core values? Are there people I am befriending just because of the fact that I gain something, I gain money, I gain data, I gain business connections, I gain customer databases, I gain something from them. And I'm going against my moral values. I'm going against my conscience just to keep them around. He said, let end come to that system of behavior. He said, don't waste your things on holy. Don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy. Don't throw your pearls to pig. He said, they will trample the pearls. They turn and attack you. Then the next verse. So, Matthew chapter 7 verse 6 says that Jesus, then the next verse, Jesus now told us, how do you live above subservience? How do you get past having to violate your conscience to serve people? How do you have to live above, above, above breaking your heart just to please somebody else? Jesus said, Ask and it shall be given unto you. He said, Seek and you will find. He said, Knock and it shall be won opened unto you. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. So God is saying whatever you think you are going to lose that is making you violate your conscience come to me. Let us talk. It will be given unto you. You don't have to bow Violate your conscience in order to serve someone. When you facilitate and pay attention to your relationship with me, you will be free from serving any other kind of person. When you focus on making sure I am your source, when you put me ahead of every other person, and you know that there is nothing you walk into my presence about that will be denied you when you are in a need, for your livelihood, when somebody is trying to play God over your life and you come to me and say, God, somebody wants to take your place. He said, listen to me. It should be given to you when you ask. So, the way we break the hold of subservience, because subservience 
violating your moral compass to obey someone. And when they are demanding it, it's actually witchcraft. Witchcraft is lording your own will over another person. You don't have to start carrying some red things about no, you don't have to dress like a witch to practice witchcraft. People practice witchcraft every day by forcing themselves over others against their will and knowing that they are doing that intentionally manipulating people to their own end. So God is saying the way you break the power of witchcraft is to become a person of prayer. We are not just that you are just praying and shouting around to know is that you come to a place where you know how to talk to me and ask of me what you want because when you ask it will be given. When you knock it will be open. When you seek you will find because as far as I'm concerned I am the Lord your God. You shall bow your need to no other God. You shall violate yourself for no other kind of being except me. And I do not demand of you. If me, your creator, does not require of you to violate yourself, to cut yourself deep into the earth, then why should any other created being demand the same thing of you? Why? You are not created to violate yourself for another human being because your maker, the person who made you in his own image, never did that and he doesn't do that he doesn't ask you things against your will the bible tells us that god wills that all men should be saved it is his desire as a sits in heaven he wills that everybody on the surface of the earth say jesus is lord and become christians and begin to live their life in accordance with will so that when the day of reckoning comes they will be in the kingdom and not go to hell but yes he has never stepped down and guards people and said, accept Jesus now. As good as Jesus is for every single person on the earth, God has never forced him on anyone. And he wouldn't. He wouldn't. That is why he gave us a will. So now, no human being should ever, ever demand of you what God has not demanded of you. The first commandment is, I am the Lord your God. You shall have no other God beside me. The sixth commandment is, Thou shalt not murder. That is, you have no right to take life. So, number one and number six are standing side by side. I am the giver of life. You don't take another person's life. That's commandment one and commandment six. If you arrange them, five, five, one to five, six to ten. So today, the way to break the power of subservience in your affairs, the way to live and breathe and know that you have no fear for anyone is to learn how to pray. Look at in Romans chapter 8 from verse 14, the Bible says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. It says, For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. So bondage keeps you in fear. You are afraid. I don't want to offend this person. I don't want to fear. Bondage. He said, but we have received the spirit of adoption. We have been made children. Whereby we cry, what? Abba, Father. He said, for the spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. That is, the way we break out of the spirit of bondage and of fear and of subservience is to know how to call God Father. Are you calling God Father? Do you see God as your Father? He is called the Father of the fatherless for a reason. When Jesus was living there, he said, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come unto you in the form of the Holy Ghost. That is, orphans are defenseless. 
orphans are thrown here and there. But God said, I will make sure your life will not be in a place where people will have to toss you here and there to their own will. I will come to you in the form of the Holy Ghost. Learn to relate and walk with the Holy Spirit. And you will never live life as somebody without a father. I will speak for you. I will defend you. I will step on the scene for you. I will give you what anybody takes away from you. I will fight your battles for you because I will not leave you nor forsake you. So are you afraid of losing something? Leave it. Go and meet God. If a man takes something from you, God will give you more than enough and he will judge them. Do just face God. You don't need to fight. Don't fight the battle. Just face God. Call him Father. Declare him as your source. Tell him that you didn't come to this earth on your own, regardless of the fact that you were given to my parents. No, you came directly from him. He willed it that you be on the earth at this time, at this point. Is your God, is your maker, is your creator, is responsible for you. Call him Father, and then he will step in and defend you as a father. So let your heart breathe. Master the art of talking to God in prayer. Master the art of praying instead of compromising. Master the art of praying instead of living in fear. Master the art of talking to God, worshipping Him, calling Him Father, Creator, instead of living your life in bondage or subservience to anyone. When you call Him Father, the Bible says in Isaiah, it says that anybody that flows to God and decides that in God I have my righteousness, it said anybody that is against Him will be as nothing. So, if your friend is trying to witchcraft you, turn to God and stand. Let them walk. Boss, let them walk. The job, let it walk. And the matter is, when you stand that way, if that thing works, whatever a friend, a job, whatever it is, even a spouse, if it works, God will give you something way better because God will make sure nobody please God in another person's life when that person comes to him and say god somebody wants to play god so i leave you with the thoughts learn to be a person that knows how to call god father jesus said he will not leave you as an open the holy ghost is on the inside of you to communicate the fatherhood dimension of god to you the holy ghost stands in your life as the father that word comforter has the power of fatherhood the fatherhood of god in your life so you can just understand the holy ghost comfort me i am not fatherless you are my father holy spirit comfort me in this situation step in and speak for me glory to god i hope this has blessed you i hope it has blessed you so much let us pray and 
subservience and witchcraft and domination falls off. We open our eyes and we see a new day and we see the light of heaven shine and say, this is the light of the light of your countenance shining upon us and everything that has to do with chains, bondage, darkness, subservience breaks free and breaks away. Today we stand and we bask in your light and we stand as someone that is loved. Hearing from you, this is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. From this time forward, we walk in the power and the authority of calling your father. We live life without fear, without bondage or shackles around our soul. We live life without having to violate our conscience for anyone because we know you as our souls. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen and amen. I hope this has blessed you. And I believe you keep practicing and living in the power of God's word. Till next time, I remain Joel Oshoba. God bless you.